This is a Diet of Brussels. Does the EU make everything the same? Does it homogenise? I'm asking this question because often there's a, a debate in uh, the media and the public about whether this happens, that there's this kind of notion that somehow uh, European integration is trying to make everything the same for everyone and that it's a one-size-fits-all kind of approach. And it's worth thinking about this because you know, for a lot of people that's a, a, a quite a, a legitimate concern. The answer really sits somewhere between uh, yes uh, and no, um, as is so often uh, the case. On the one hand, there are some things that the EU tries to make the same uh, across all member states. So, uh, particularly in uh, areas that it considers to be critical, uh, obvious example is health and safety. It says, you know, what's safe in one uh part of the EU should be uh, what's safe in another part of the EU. And so there is a, a, a programme of work around setting minimum standards on those kind of core issues. But actually, a lot of the time, most of the time, uh, the EU has a much more uh, flexible and adaptable kind of approach. And this is really encapsulated in the notion of uh, mutual recognition. Now, mutual recognition is... Uh, uh, a legal concept uh, that was really uh, articulated first by the Court of Justice uh, back in the 1980s um, in a case that involved uh, the importing of a, a French uh, liqueur into uh, Germany. And Germany said, oh no, this is all wrong and it's bad for this reason and that reason. And the court said, look, if it's safe uh, and legal to sell in France, then it should be uh, safe uh, and legal to sell in Germany. And all the kind of uh, specious arguments that the German uh, authorities came up with uh, uh, were exactly that, specious. Now, from that uh, core principle of mutual recognition, uh, we've seen uh, a big unblocking of uh, the process of uh, removing barriers to trade. And it was really that case which really helped to, to kickstart the Single European Act uh, and the Single Market Project, the 1992 project uh, that old listeners will remember uh, back in the 1980s. In essence, it's saying rather than trying to find a single standard that everyone agrees on, we say here are some uh, minimum requirements uh, and... Uh, Generally, as long as it's uh, safe uh, or it's legal to sell in one country, then that's uh, good enough. And even if it doesn't meet the specifics of another country's uh, requirements, we still will allow it to be sold. So you get the retention of national uh, uh, reg regulation, national characteristics and requirements, uh, underpinned by this uh, basic level of... Uh, common standards in critical areas um, and let things carry on. So actually a lot of the things that people worry about, about uh, harmonisation, uh, about trying to make everything the same, tend to be grounded in a misunderstanding or a misconception of what uh, actually the process looks like. So on the one hand, uh, we might say that the EU gets involved in things that might seem to be of fairly marginal interest 
to uh, a European level regulator. But by removing barriers uh, where they appear, the EU is trying to find a way of allowing market integration without uh, undermining completely the uh, position of member states. The challenge here really is that uh, in some cases there are going to be uh, awkward cases. Perhaps the the classic British awkward case is Jaffa cakes uh, and what regulations they fall under. Are they biscuits? Are they cakes? And this went to an extensive uh, legal battle, uh, largely because uh, their classification depended, uh, had a result of affecting whether they were being charged with VAT or not. Now, on such esoteric points, uh, you tend to get a lot of interest. Uh, you tend to get people thinking, well, well, this is the kind of stupid thing that the EU or anybody should be involved in. Um, but it's part of a broader picture. And if we have a sense of that, then perhaps we get to uh, a more rounded understanding of what's going on.